0: welcome back to don't call a book club my name is luke my name is daniel a new book today we're starting red rising by pierce brown gotten through about a third of it uh i think we're through chapter 18
1: that's right that's right luke before before we get into it oh yeah i'm gonna do it i was gonna rant about how there shouldn't be puzzles made anymore like people should stop making puzzles because there's enough puzzles in the world that we could all just trade and kind of like here you you borrow the puzzle that's been here for 12 years and then we'll borrow your puzzles and why is anybody still making puzzles that's not what i want to talk about luke (laughs) okay i don't know if you've seen it recently in the news maybe not even the news like a bunch of talk shows are talking about goop
0: recently have you seen this I I I have heard like a podcast episode or something about it like a little while ago.
1: Perfect. Okay. This is going to be a very different point from I'm sure anything that anybody's been talking about with it recently. Stop talking about goop everybody.
0: <laughs> Fucking stop. Okay, let's give okay. For 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 listeners who are expecting us to be talking about red rising so we're gonna talk about that we're we've, we first have a, a dan rant um and about goop you're talking about goop the the company by like gwyneth paltrow yeah,
1: yeah 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 the company by gwyneth paltrow that is basically just designed to make people outraged by the stupid shit that they sell to get them to talk about it to then sell more stupid shit so just like and and see, I'm like kind of part of the problem. I'm not gonna like mention any of the crazy shit that they sell because they've designed it to get you to talk about it and say how crazy it is. Okay, so I'm not gonna do that. Uh but just like stop talking about how crazy it is.
0: It's it's kind of like the genius marketing move that IHOP did when they did when they changed their name to IHOB, International House of Burgers, and the whole, it was designed to get people to be, like, outraged that they were doing burgers and get them a lot of attention, and then they changed it back. It's kind of like that. Is that what you're saying? Yes,
1: yes. And in a way, it's like, it's like any company, okay? This is just a company that has found out a way to get a bunch of free fucking marketing, okay? And everybody seems fine with it. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, let's talk about the crazy... <laughs> Okay, they wouldn't make crazy shit if they lost a ton of money on it, okay? They're making a lot of money on this stuff, okay? So you talking about how crazy it is, is helping them. (laughs) Like, these people aren't stupid, okay? Their company has existed for, like, more than 10 minutes, okay? It's not MoviePass, all right? These people, these people know what the fuck they're doing. They're incredibly good at marketing, and they're taking advantage of the media that is just like, "Oh, look at this crazy clickbait title for a product that Gwyneth Paltrow, you know, from the Avengers, is selling." Stop. <laughs> you... Oh,
0: okay. Very good point,
1: Luke. Maybe I'm completely off base, Luke. Have you have you heard like any? Are you familiar so, with like the okay, crazy okay, so show i Tell me about I
0: think it. I've read an article or something about someone trying goop products for like a week or some or a month or whatever it was and it was um it was kind of an entertaining read because it's like, what are these supposed to do so right. i I see your point, but it's also like it's you know it's 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 a win-win for people writing articles and exactly. For goop. Exactly. This
1: is, this is exactly the thing that I want to bring up because it's perfect for people writing articles because the goal of somebody writing an article is to get people to read it. And so it's this perfect symbiosis of like people being outraged about the crazy shit that they're producing and people writing about the crazy shit that they're producing. It's like free content for people to write about. And so it's just it just like feeds off of each other, and we're the fucking cows getting milked by the people and just
0: loving it. I mean, I was entertained. This is the I'm not problem. Gonna, I'm not gonna buy their products, but I read the article. But look, okay, okay, okay,
1: okay, okay, okay. Here's the other genius thing about their about their marketing, though. The other genius thing about goop's marketing is they are like an alternative health and wellness brand. Okay. And I say alternative because if it worked, it wouldn't be called alternative, but this is, this is the beauty of it is that they can position themselves as like open minded because they're willing to try things that, you know, the mainstream isn't that into. So the more the mainstream media and People criticize goop, the more people who are kind of interested are like, oh yeah, they are criticizing goop a lot. Maybe I should check this out. And it's just like, it's bad. There's nothing you can do aside from just like, stop talking about it. And so, like, so I needed to address the point here and now that we all need to just shut the fuck up about Gwyneth and her crazy shit that she's getting into, okay? Because I I will say this: it's not good. Okay, none of this stuff should be sold to people (laughs) to improve their their health. Okay, because it doesn't.
0: But like, very close-minded of you. See, this is exactly my point. So we just this is you must have some kind of you're you're you must be part of big pharma.
1: I'm not. I do a podcast for free. Just, like, stop talking about it, okay? If you care at all, if you think it's a bad thing, don't tell everybody about how bad it is. That's just what they want you to do. Just Mm -hmm. stop talking about it, please, and let's move on with our lives and let Gwyneth do whatever the
0: fuck she wants. Okay? Okay. (sighs) Noted. yeah. Let's, okay, okay. Good, good. I'm feeling better. I'm feeling better, Very good, very good, uh, very good little, you know, deep discussion there. Um, Let's, okay, let's take your advice. We're going to move on. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to now talk about Red Rising. If you skipped, if you skipped ahead, welcome back. Wise choice. Wise choice. Okay. Through chapter 18 of Red Rising, and I'm going to do, I'm going to do just a quick, a quick... This book has been I've been a big fan of this book so far, okay,
1: oh, oh man, Luke, I didn't okay. I was debating whether or not I was gonna say anything. I can't put this book down.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I finished this book several days ago, <laughs> or this this section several days ago. Um, okay, okay. first thing. let's let's I'm gonna start small.
1: I also want to start small, in fact, incredibly small. And mine's on the first page, Luke. Is yours on the first page? We might be talking about the same thing. How many hummingbird
0: tongues are these people eating to make a
1: meal? (laughs) Luke, it's got to be thousands.
0: I can't believe we have the exact same first note. Um, Yeah, that's a lot of hummingbird tongues. Which,
1: like, I get it's a metaphor, right? Like, of course it's a metaphor. Of course it's a metaphor. Okay, I get it. They're eating... Like, they're just destroying thousands and thousands of people for their delicacies. But also, he said hummingbird tongues.
0: <laughs> That's an expensive meal.
1: Ooh, but, like, think how delicious it is.
0: I bet it is.
1: Okay, those things have got to be tender. They're, like... Very tender. They're used for sucking the nectar out of flowers all day. that Do you think they're be. raw? I bet you could eat them raw.
0: Well, I mean, I I've, I picture you... You can't get much cooking going on no. you're not reverse searing a hummingbird tongue
1: you know <laughs> you know those um french onion crispies you put on the top of a green bean casserole mm-hmm. maybe that's the maybe that's the move
0: oh so they're like it's like a quick fry Mm-hmm.
1: a quick okay. fry a little crispy on the outside and they got a little flour nectar you dip them in a little flour nectar as like a haha this is what they used to do <laughs> eat them at the fair
0: that i don't i don't picture the fair but like being, a having quite the fair? clientele that would go hummingbird tongues like a pixie's fair i think this is more of like if you're the kind of person well no okay this is like the first course of seven and i think you're right they're like the little the little topping things on your salad
1: oh yeah because mm-hmm. you can't just you can't throw those things out raw, right? Those those definitely don't have a good look raw.
0: No, don't don't. They don't look good raw. It's a it's a. I think you're. I think it's a quick fry.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Get them it's, a, it's a, okay.
1: It's a garnish. It's kind of a garnish. It's, a garnish. it's a little treat. Yeah. You know. Man, he said hummingbird tongues, though. That's just. Say hummingbird I tongues. knew. I if you hadn't written that down, I was going to be very disappointed because like that was. <laughs> perfect for us it was a perfect (laughs) little teaser to get into this book
0: right right okay the other thing that i noticed pretty quickly is and this is well okay let me ask you this when you're reading do you do you stay at like a constant pace Hmm. of reading or are you are you affected by the contents of the book in terms of how fast you're reading
1: I, I'm definitely affected by the contents of the book for sure,
0: okay. I am strongly affected, and one thing that brings that that i'm I was thinking about in this context, so it has the way that this is written is from Darrow's point of view, and he does really short sentences right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i because of the short sentences things, I read it so fast like <laughs> i I had to slow myself down because. And I do do this for other things, too. Like, Uh one time, I think the the most extreme example for me was one time I was reading this book. And it was, I forget what it was. But it was, like, a a really intense um, horse horse chasing scene. Like, people were being chased on horseback. Okay. And I realized as I was reading it that I was, my tempo matched a horse's stride. I was going, like, doo-doo. (laughs) in terms of which words I was reading.
1: Look, that's incredible. That's incredible writing.
0: Yeah, and I think this is kind of the same thing. I don't know if it's intended to make me read faster, but it does make me read differently. And I think it's neat.
1: I also think it's neat. See, when you're talking about this, like for most of this book, I'm reading it very quickly, right? For most of this book, it's like zipping through. There are a few scenes, though, that I, like, that felt very slowed down. Like, mm. the scenes when... Ooh, now how are we going to pronounce Darrow's wife's name? Are we going EO? E-O? Okay. We're going to go EO. We could probably look this up, but, like, whatever. I mean, EO, it,
0: is it, like, what would be the... Like, would Yo or something be the alternative? A- like, ao? Oh, ao, I'm going to go EO, though. Ooh. Okay, let's go EO.
1: Okay, so, like, when EO gets killed i was like whew, i was not reading that very quickly at all that was like right. slow reading because i was like no 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 and so okay like this book has done like a fantastic job so far of pacing me of like getting me into what i anticipate like the intended pace is supposed to be mm-hmm. uh which we're loving it by the mm-hmm. way okay I I want to talk about the red, the low reds who are underneath Mars and a little bit about their culture. So okay. there's this scene where Darrow and all the miners are coming back from their work mining Helium-3, and they get like a shower kind of deal, but it's not a shower it's just air blasted at them with like antimicrobial particles. And when you when you initially hear about that, it's like, oh, of course, they don't have a lot of water here and on Mars. They've got to conserve their resources, so they've got to create this like antimicrobial dry shampoo kind of deal to keep these boys clean. That's that's what this is. But then we learn there is water all over the place. Mars has Mars is full of water. There's water filling up craters. There's water everywhere. So, couldn't they just spray them with a bunch of water? Why did they Why did they go to the trouble of coming up with a blasty air cannon with like? It, it sounds like there's antibacterial particles
0: that they right. have put okay. into this
1: stream of air.
0: Like, what's the? Okay, so why not just water? So I had a note on this too, and and mine was more just like. Is this shower, do I really want this shower or do I really not want this shower? I don't think you want it. I think you don't want it. But think of the efficiency, you know? Yeah, but he says it. I mean, it. they're going in and out in like 30 seconds. I don't think they even had to change clothes. They, I think they were naked. Okay, maybe they were, but For they don't have to dry off. That's a good lowering, point. Lowering drying time, oh. lowering shower time. I, I assume that it's very, well... Okay. Here's the here. Let's we're gonna do pros cons for this shit. Like okay. Now.
1: Okay. We need to do a pros cons for this.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay.
1: Let's start with the cons because I think there's a few obvious ones. The first is Darrow says it hurts. Right. That's a that's a con if you're if you're trying to shower off. I don't
0: want. Well, it's okay, okay, hurt. okay, okay. Hang on, because because <laughs> it depends on how much it hurts. So, for example, have you ever used like a a a shower scrub pad that really that really scours you, you know? Hurts a little bit, but you're like, "Ooh, I'm getting clean." I have. But I don't think I would want that every time, right? Yeah, I guess that's true. Okay, we'll leave that in the cons. We're going to leave it in the cons for now. Okay. Okay. So so over uh, I'm going to say just overall
1: comfort. Overall comfort, we're going to put in the cons.
0: Okay. Um, other another con, you don't, you don't get the just. Well, this is kind of the same thing. A lot of times, showers, you know, they're warm, they're nice, feels great. They probably don't. It probably doesn't like. You don't get that that feeling great, rejuvenated feeling after it. Here's, okay.
1: Here's something else that goes in the cons. Okay, we're we're gonna do cons first, then we'll move on to pros. Okay. Next in the cons, this is. This is terrible for your hair, right? Like, you're walking out of this thing and everybody has the worst hair of all time, right? Yeah. Like, this is why we invented the hair mitt. <laughs> it's a little Scrubs reference for you guys.
0: Scrubs reference, okay. Um, Yeah. Tough on hair. Tough on... I wonder if it's actually tough on hair in terms of bad for your hair. Like, obviously, it's tough for your look, mm-hmm. you know? Very tough your for your aesthetic. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is I don't so so antimicrobial doesn't do everything that I'm trying to Yeah, this that, is, so this is this, this goes be in the cons, cons
1: con. too. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. Unless unless so he mentioned like microbial. Maybe he didn't mention they have some other way to get like grease and and whatnot off of you. I don't know, man. Cause I'm thinking, you know, when you come out of a shower, you feel just
1: kind of like fresh, right? Mm-hmm. I don't imagine you'd feel super fresh getting out of this thing. Like I, this seems more like a sterilization. Like yeah, you don't smell very good and you still feel greasy, but you're not going to cause a sickness to spread through the through the colony. Okay. That's what I'm picturing.
0: Okay, if if that's the case then we're we're going we're going pretty con. I All right, I let's move on of... to
1: pros. Let's move on to pros.
0: Okay. Um pros efficiency that's a quick shower for sure yeah it's a quick shower um another pro very little like plastic usage you know that's a great point
1: i hadn't considered that yes very not using
0: many products
1: he doesn't even know what shampoo is which we'll come back to (laughs) you're not using products okay here's another pro uh, if it's extremely cold outside, or maybe it's kind of cold in my house, and I get out of a hot shower, don't love that. I don't mm-hmm. love that at all. Mm-hmm. No temperature change. No temperature change. You're just like, it doesn't matter if it's hot, if it's cold. You're getting clean, and you don't have to like hate to get out of the shower.
0: Right, 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 right. Okay. Um. I mean, mentioned it. No wasting water. It's pretty efficient. Now, I,
1: I will say for this and for the plastic usage, we don't know where these antimicrobial little guys are coming from. Ooh, okay? okay, good point. So there could be some problems there, but I mean, they probably are just reusing those guys anyway. So right, right.
0: Um, it's a closed system. Okay. The other thing, uh, you don't have to worry about matching up your scents. You know, like you can get all this the this is is fantastic if point if, if you want to put on some deodorant. All you have to do is decide on the scent for your deodorant. You don't have to worry about your deodorant scent clashing with your body wash scent, or shampoo scent, or soap scent, or whatever you're using. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. You don't want to be smelling like. You don't want to be smelling like an Arctic chocolate chip cookie or something. Right. You know what I mean. You don't want to clash those scents. Or like
0: green apple, and and some other manly scent. Like those don't those don't go well together. Luke, give us a manly scent uh uh roaring bear yeah
1: you don't want to you don't want to smell like a green apple roaring bear okay no, people you only have people to one. people don't know how to react to you when you smell like that people are like ooh, who is this guy what's he up to
0: <laughs> right right okay
1: all right so I are think- we ooh
0: are we do we want this now i'm conflicted i don't know i think we might we, we might have to we might have to leave it up to the listeners there because mhm Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back and forth. Listener, listen,
1: as you're already doing. Uh, if you have a pro or a con or your your take on this, tweet at us, email us, just reach out to us in some way and let us know what, what did we forget? What did we miss with this shower that, that makes it obvious that, of course, of course, we need this super shower. Okay, of course this is a great invention, or obviously this is terrible. Just let us know at dc to bc or DCBC at don'tcallitabookclub.com. dot com. Hit us there
0: up. There we go. Okay, let's talk. Let's talk about this gas bubble.
1: Oh yes, 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 yes. Okay. 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 The one in the As mine you... when yeah. Darrow is still hell diving. Right. They're
0: trying to figure out if they want to pause to check it or have... And and Darrow ends up doing his daring dive down and and check it out. So, on the one hand, if you're so close to winning this award that, like, six hours is making a difference, why does everyone... I don't know why everyone is like, there's no way we're going to win. But I think that's answered later when it becomes clear that... Gamma just wins every time. And so it seems like the older people know that they can't win. Yeah, because I, I think that's definitely Most of the true. older people are the ones telling him to not go down there, and they kind of seem to expect it not to matter.
1: Yes, I think that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, th- I think they know. I don't know if it's, like, super explicit. Like, I don't know if they... I think they might just have like a gut sense that it doesn't matter, but I don't think that that's, they're like, oh yeah, we're definitely going to lose no matter what happens.
0: Yeah. That, that's, that's my read on it where okay. they, they, they kind of in their, in their, in their gut, I guess, know that no matter what, they're not going to win, mm-hmm. but okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then at this, at the ceremony, we learned that if you don't meet your quota, you like lose medicine and a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. So you you get put in an even worse situation. Mm -hmm. And part of the reason that you, most of the reasons that people end up not making their quota is because of some accident. So we give the perspective of Darrow and he makes it seem like it's obvious that they need to take this risky path and like the old people are being idiots. But but after learning what we learn a little bit later, I'm going to say terrible move.
1: Oh, absolutely 100% the worst move of all time, Luke.
0: Because you're risking like <laughs> you're you're risking a lot here, you know.
1: First off, you're risking you dying. Right? That's a that's kind of a lot for Darrow, especially in the beginning when he's like, "Hey, eo we're super tight and i want to love you forever i feel like dying would put a bit of a damper on that darrow
0: bit of a damper it would also kind of screw over your entire like clan
1: yeah like they wouldn't eat for a quarter so right. <laughs> is that worth it which like very darrow right that seems very in darrow's character right. of like he thinks everybody doesn't you know he thinks he knows better than everybody else which, okay, turns out he kind of, he almost did. I mean, he, it worked, but it didn't though, is the thing, <laughs> right? Right, Like it did work, but it also really didn't work. And this is something <laughs> I'm trying to figure out is did the hell diver, did the gamma hell diver know it wasn't going to work? Did he know no matter what they did, they were going to win? It seems like it. I think he did too. Cause it, uh, the sense that I get from the Helldivers is that they're kind of more in the know with what's going on. At least the older, this this guy's older, the Helldiver for mm-hmm. Gamma. And so I get the sense that he is like acutely aware of how this society works. And he's like, yeah, I know I might not be the best, but I'm never gonna lose. So, like, sure, this kid can mouth off to me all he wants, and like, it probably hurts his pride a little bit,
0: right? Well, I, so this is—I would guess that this is why he's like, okay. It's talked about how the hell diver is seems to be the most dangerous job, mm-hmm. but this guy is super old, mm-hmm. and he makes this—he makes this kind of comment about how Darrow is gonna die early.
1: The he like sucks down a cigarette super quick and is like
0: that's you well, right he does it in a very he does it in a very cool it way it is very cool yeah um my my take on this would be that since he knows that he's gonna win he doesn't really take risks as much Mm-hmm. 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 which allows him to that's why he's lived so long right mm-hmm. um i don't i don't quite remember how what we were talking about with that but
1: well, just the fact that like he he probably knows they're gonna win every time, yeah, and so that's kind of that kind of explains a little bit of his reaction to Darrow being like, "Hey, I think we're gonna win the laurel this year," and he was just kind of like, "We'll see,
0: yeah, okay, in the same vein, <laughs> oh, nice mining terminology, Luke <laughs> <laughs> thank you we We are kind of thinking that that some people in Gamma know that they win no matter what. The old ones have got to, right? Right. And Darrow talks about it a little bit when he gets, when everyone gets super mad about how unfair things are. That they get mad at Gamma. Not necessarily they're like overlords. Mm-hmm. And he talks about how kind of stupid that is. But it's hard not to fall into that. I, I, I get it. Like, I think that's true. They should be very much mad at the people in charge rather than Gamma. But also, like, g- hey, Gamma, maybe you should share a little bit. Right. Gamma, maybe don't make
1: my wife sell her body into sex slavery for a little bit of antibiotics, because you're gonna win every time. Right?
0: Like, yeah, maybe what? don't be a dick, Gamma. Everyone in Gamma. What are you doing?
1: Which... All right, now, now, Luke, there could be another level to this because it's like this This whole thing is set up to have people pitted against each other, right? So if, if you're Gamma and you know you win every time, you know that the system's rigged, right? So, like, not everybody in Gamma are assholes. So some of them have got to be like, we should really share this with everybody else. There's got to be some mechanism... Where the tin pots or the gold that's kind of looking after this colony is like, no, 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 no. You can't share. There's got to be some mechanism where he's like, you have to be the bad guys. And you have to be. Yeah. And that like the gammas know it, but nobody else knows it.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: Okay. There's got to be more going on. The gammas can't all just be like, yeah, we're the best. We win every time. And uh, you beg from us. Yeah, I think that's probably know. true. Which, like, okay. This this kind of comes back to a problem I have with Darrow's reasoning. Because Darrow and EO go up and they're talking about what their kind of lot is in life. And EO's like, you know we're slaves, right? And Darrow's like, no, we're here preparing the way for the colonists to come and and live and then he finds out later they weren't actually doing that you know everybody are is already living on on mars i don't think it matters i think you're slaves either way and it doesn't matter if the whole surface is terraformed and beautiful already or if it's going to be that way like you're still forced to work for this thing that you will never see Right. Like, either way, this sucks. This is not good. I don't think it matters whether or not there's a a city up there. Like, I don't think that changes anything if he goes up and sees that everything is already done. Like, they're still getting murdered for dancing.
0: (laughs) Okay, okay, that's true. I think that would be true if they were not being lied to about it. You know what I mean? Like, if... I think this the circumstance that they're okay. Okay, hang on. Let me back up. If they're told, and if it's true that they're down there, no one else is here. They're working to terraform, mm-hmm. and they're act- and And if that's true, I'm gonna say that's just as bad as if the if if it's already terraformed, but they know that it's already terraformed. You know what I mean? Like. If if they're not being lied to, I think it's the same thing. But the fact that they're being lied to, I think, is what is what makes it much worse. Okay, okay.
1: I'll say I get where Darrow's coming from. Because when they're being lied to, they feel like they have a purpose. They feel like they have some noble purpose, which is the point of the lie. It's to make them feel like, you know, they're valued and they're important to the society. And they're doing this for... A noble reason right but it doesn't change the fact that they don't have a choice in the matter like they can't leave and conditions are terrible so like it do- like the lie makes it feel better but it doesn't change their situation at all like EO is still right whether or not they're being lied to like you're right. We are slaves who have to beg for food and med- basic medicine and everything. I got I got bit by a pit viper yesterday, but we're doing this for the human race. It's like Yeah, but like not everybody is down here in this pit mine, okay? The other thing about this is the lie didn't I don't think it it needed to be that severe. For example, for example, let's say instead of telling them that they're terraforming Mars because it's overcrowded, let's say they're producing fuel to go to a different planet that's, like, way out in the universe because all the planets that we're currently on are overcrowded, right? That's, like, that's like not that big of a lie, right? You could just be right. like... Yeah, we've we filled up all the space everywhere we are now. Uh we got to go somewhere else. So we need you to work down here.
0: Right. I think I so I would agree with you. I would think that it could be managed a little bit better. Mhm. We got to have a better lie. A better I I will say I'm guessing that they had this, this so this was true at the beginning. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 600 years ago or whenever it was this was true. Mhm. Um so they they just, and they just never, they never changed that. They never changed the, the, the reasoning and they could have changed it to a, I don't know if they can change it straight from you're currently terraforming to, uh, yeah, we're now overcrowded, but I, I do think you're right that you find, you find changes to make it, to make the inevitable rebellion that you have to think is inevitable. Well, of course. The, you, you change it a little bit to make it, to make it more reasonable. Like right. a
1: softer Rebellion. Because right now, all you have to do to get literally all of the Reds on board with the Rebellion is send them a postcard from the surface and be like, Wish you were here, XOXO. And they're all like, The fuck?
0: <laughs> also, does everyone on the surface know that the Reds are down here? <laughs> they for sure do. I, I, I because, so.
1: Because they get the videos. They the, Oh, right, right. right. Um, Mickey... It shows him a video of his wife dying. He's like, check out this viral video, he calls it. What are we doing,
0: surface people? What? There's like, there's there's no, no, like, justice movements by them. Well, I mean, there are.
1: We're like, we're like witnessing the justice movement, right? That's what, like, Mickey's so. doing. Well, he kind of but has there's his no, motives, there's but, no,
0: like, popular. Like, I mean, I guess maybe just because everyone is so far below gold that they're Okay. Well, and like
1: we heard about uh, a black, uh, what do they call them? Like an obsidian person reducing mm-hmm. a planet to ash. So...
0: Yeah. Okay. They... Uh, I, okay. Yeah. It's important to remember that this is not our current society.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. This is very authoritarian, very bad, very much okay. a dictatorship. But there is one more problem I have with the miners underneath Mars, so, the place I live, I operate this gigantic drill that has, like, finger controls and stuff, and my I'm, like, cleaned by a futuristic shower thing, and I have, like, a TV screen in the middle of the town, but everyone's constantly starving. I don't know if I buy it. Like, and this is what I mean. There's, like, a little too much tech for me to believe that, like, we all have to constantly be starving. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like,
0: yes. I, I don't know I if So, I, I wouldn't buy... necessarily say... I wouldn't necessarily say that the amount of tech would make me think this. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you that they should be thinking this. The, so, okay. So, the reasoning that they are given is that re, to get resources to Mars... It's too expensive. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if the the fact that there's tech there, is gonna, is gonna like make me doubt that. But I would be like, okay, it's got to be a lot of upfront cost, right? You're not shaving some food on the margins is not like having your cost. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I I would be a little skeptical of that reason.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But here's the problem with it, Luke. And I realized this after I was thinking how absurd this is. Like this is kind of real. Which is like, there are people in the world right now that are surrounded by like beautiful technology, and are not paid enough to eat. Right. So it's like on on that point I kinda get it. On that point it's like, oh, that's kind of a real thing that happens. So like, alright, book, that's that's fair, I guess. Yeah. Cause also ima- yeah, like imagine you're somebody who's working in a factory in China making iPhones, and you like don't make enough money to eat.
0: Okay, that sounds sound very similar.
1: Right? Like we we definitely have enough food for that for that person like the person who's buying that iphone for sure could pay for this person to eat like no problem so it's like very real in a way that i was not ready for when i when i thought of this point
0: okay yeah that's a good point i it's it's hard to do to do things like putting ourselves in in Their situation and questioning things because, like, we did not live in this mine, so I'm not, I don't want to like criticize them <laughs> that's a good for point for not realizing or for not for <laughs> not. Because I, I had a note, never another note that was like, Can you guys please just rebel? Like, it's frustrating that you're not rebelling already, but this is obviously a good that's point. a ridiculous thing to say. Yeah, this is
1: a great point i agree with you i think this is it's a little absurd that we're like criticizing these people who all they've ever known is this mine i'm with it that's a little absurd
0: fair enough point taken (laughs) um okay i i'm i'm gonna leave the mine if you're ready to leave the mine um okay let
1: me make sure yes Yes, I'm ready to leave the mine. Let's get out of here.
0: It's well, okay. Ter- it's let, let's, let me let me first say, conversation with EO very deep, very deep conversation with EO. Very emotional moments here. Oof. Um, I didn't have that many funny notes on it because it was terrible.
1: <laughs> right, the, like the 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 EO stuff. Like it like got to me in a way yeah. that a lot of books that we've read I don't think have like got to me, but like EO's hanging was like serious for me i was like i don't want to touch that we're gonna leave that where it is because that's terrible
0: well okay one thing that i will say i have decided to change the way that i read fantasy books and sci-fi books to just like not take into account age like i don't if if there's a number that's that's in this range i just like don't listen to it because these they're 16 Mm mm-hmm but they like we could make a joke about them being like absurd for being you know they're 16s. So. Yeah. But I have me- I'm 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 making the decision for for future books that when there's a character in a fantasy book and they're like 16 and doing really grown up things, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be fine with that.
1: Well, because like people live to age 40 in the mind. <laughs> So sixteen I think is 40 almost is middle like age.
0: Ancient in the mines. Yeah.
1: Four, 16 is like fifty in the mine. Right. So you gotta grow up quick.
0: Gotta grow up quick. Okay. Let's go to the surface. hmm
1: Oh, it's bright up here, Luke. Oh, it's really bright.
0: <laughs> I I didn't know what this book was really gonna be about, you know? I thought we were gonna kind of jump straight into rebellion mode. Mm-hmm. I was I was picturing this 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 kind of had a Hunger Games feel. Mm,
1: mhm.
0: And so I was kind of picturing it being quickly into like into a shor- a short tor- a short-term transition into a rebellion. Mm-hmm. So I was I was hyped when I learned we were going to this gold school. Yeah. I'm re- I'm very ready for this.
1: Yeah. The university, I think it's called, or the institute.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Um and then I know this is going to be, this was going to be a great moment for you. Training montage. Yes. We, we know Dan loves a good training montage.
1: They're incredible, Luke. The like, the little super serum that he got to learn like 3,000 years of history in like a night. That's incredible. (laughs) We need that. Um, he's like getting, he's super good at the dancing lessons. Um, it's just... That was a good training montage. It was a great training montage.
0: Uh, I I've, I have don't know if I've ever seen a training montage with this big of a transition, right? Because mm-hmm. we're changing everything about his body to being, like, absurd. Right. And then he's also training his body and his mind to be even more absurd. Yeah. So, huge transition here. Mm-hmm. Very fun to read. Um, one thing that I would add is how far away from this how or okay how far away are we from this workout machine? Ooh, you know the one yeah it's like it's like a, I know it's like the a
1: concentration
0: suit. machine I think is what he calls it something like that it's a, it's like a suit that you get in little alternate reality you're running around and it's giving you some some resistance. I want this thing and it's it's got to be around the corner, right
1: I'm gonna say ten years. I'm gonna say in ten years, the the Peloton ad in ten years is gonna be a dude just like walking into one of these suits of armor and coming out looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger, being like, mm-hmm. I was playing World of Warcraft all day. Ha! Look at me. Joke's on awesome. you,
0: jocks. <laughs> I can be I can be sword fighting in there and working out. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds incredible. Okay, ten years. I think ten years, Oculus, get on it. Give us a full we're... body suit. <laughs> we're gonna be, we're gonna still be doing this podcast in ten years. We're gonna get an advanced. We're gonna be b- big enough to get an advanced copy. We'll let you know how it is.
1: Future, future selves. Uh, if you're still doing this podcast in ten years when the concentration machine exists, what are you doing with your lives? Come on. You need to do a VR show, okay? Okay. Speaking of the training montage. I don't know if you saw the movie Gattaca. This is like a nineties movie. In the movie Gattaca, like society is divided between people who are like genetically modified at birth and people who aren't. And the people who are genetically modified have like good positions, and the people who aren't have like bad positions. So it's like pretty similar to how this society is stratified. And in Gattaca there's also a scene where a guy who's not genetically modified goes through a bunch of surgeries and trainings to like become one of this elite these elite people and I was just getting such strong Gattaca vibes from the the kind of upgrade scene from Red to Gold for our boy Darrow mm-hmm. and you also mentioned um Hunger Games which I was getting some Hunger Game vibes to initially this book is like an incredible amalgamation of so many things that we've either read or are really popular. There's like there's like the Hyperion stuff where the golds are kind of like stuck in Roman times, you know, where they're like idolizing this ancient culture. There's like a little name of the wind Ender's Game situation that we're in right now with the Institute, a little Harry Potter situation where you're mm-hmm. making friends, making a few enemies. I will say the the difference between this and Harry Potter is that Daryl wants to murder literally everybody in the school, so it's a it's a little different there, slightly. But this is just like a beautiful blending combination of like all of these super cool sci-fi properties that I am super into. I'm loving the I'm loving the mix right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, I am too. I'm a big fan of of like the school vibe for a lot of books. And I think this'll be similar, but I, I am hyped for a little bit of a I think there's gonna it's 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 definitely a little bit different. And I'm and I think it's gonna be good. Yeah. yeah. The, any any kind of
1: a school that, okay, there's two things Dan loves. The first are training montage. The second is a it's kind of a school scene where the rules are not really hard and fast rules they're meant for you to try and get around them they're meant for you to kind of like figure out how to how to win in competition with everybody else like
0: uh-huh.
1: those kind of schools are very cool we like, like where those. you get you
0: get you get rewarded for breaking the rules successfully exactly. in the correct way in the in the okay. right way being smart about it yeah okay like when uh, uh great little great little moment here the one guy that's that's interviewing darrow punches him in the face and is like, punch me and you're expelled. He kicks him in the shin. We love Great that. little moment there. We love that. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I, I have a little, I think this is during the speech, the arch governor's speech. Mm-hmm. He talks a little bit about why they went away from democracy and why certain uh, nations failed. I thought it was really funny that America failed because of self-loathing. Um,
1: <laughs> what are you talking about, Luke?
0: <laughs> I just—I don't know. I thought that that was uh, that was funny. I'm not gonna—we're not—we're not gonna talk politics. I just thought that that was that was amusing, right there. Yeah, it was a um, little amusing. Okay, and am I the only one that? Thinks that the Ark governor's speech was pretty good. If you're coming from the perspective of a normal gold kid, mm-hmm. rather than Darrow's, right? Because from Darrow's perspective, we hated it. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was the worst thing of all
0: time. But but if you're a normal gold, this speech is getting you hyped up. Oh, for sure. Which.
1: Which is, like, the problem with this society, right? Which is the, like, thing where it's, like, if you're a red hearing this speech, you want to murder this guy and literally everybody around you. But if you're a gold, you're like, hell yeah, son. Hell <laughs> yeah, son. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, as a gold, the speech is great. We're going to fucking rule the world. And we got to keep it safe from people thinking that democracy is the way to go. Otherwise- well, and it's
0: like the people in this school... I'm one of the people in this school is about to be cool because there's, there's, there's the kind of motivational thing where it's like you've lived your whole life very easily, never been challenged, but now you're about to, and you're going to become really cool. Yeah. Obviously you don't want to hear that you're, you're going to go through some bad <laughs> things, but it, in the speech, it talks about how it's going to be tough, but you're going to be, you're going to be killing it afterwards. Yeah. That's got to get you hyped up. It's, it's the anticipation
1: of a training montage. It's me <laughs> hearing somebody be like, this is going to be super difficult, but it's going to make you incredibly good at fighting. I'm, I'm like, I don't care. I don't care how difficult it's going to be. I'm hyped to get good at fighting.
0: Right. If, if I hear the speech, I'm like, I'm going to take a few videos of myself every three months doing something, put it together at the end of my four years or however long this takes gonna have a cool training
1: you've got a viral hit that thing's gonna be as viral as that girl getting murdered
0: singing that song (laughs) basically the same thing
1: okay let's let's take a half a step back from the getting into the institute because before we get to the institute mickey does his work with darrow and right he like gives him all these he makes him super strong and super beautiful but he's still just like a regular person did we miss an opportunity for some upgrades in in what way for example i'd love a little kangaroo pouch somewhere (laughs) okay okay
0: so i could
1: put some stuff in it it's a pocket that's always with you right Right. I could put my wedding ring in there in case I need to hide it if I'm in the showers.
0: hmm I will. Okay, okay, okay.
1: I could put a knife in there.
0: <laughs> let's, let's. So, so he can't get something like this because he needs to fit in. Okay. Hide it's, it. We'll you hide that. it. You
1: hide a little kangaroo pouch somewhere.
0: <sighs> okay, okay. But keep in mind that one thing we know about the gold society is that there's no modesty. Right, they're yeah. naked in front of each other all the time. Okay. Uh, all right, all so, right, all right. So, so I think we're limited. I don't know if they can do anything. But if you're not going for this goal of being a gold, little little kind of rhyme there, uh, you got to be doing some crazy stuff, you which we see. Upgrades. We see a little bit.
1: I don't. Uh, I don't think those are upgrades, though. They sound like unwilling participants in okay in the surgeries that have been done to them right but i'm thinking if like i would go to this guy and be like give me maybe some venomous stingers that i can pull out you know <laughs> little scorpion stingers i can whip out if i need to they're <laughs> hidden most of the time but, you know maybe okay. i've got a little stinger i can whip out Katah, gotcha. <laughs> give me an upgrade
0: yeah would you go combat related uh, well, okay. Well, because I mean, well, the thing about a hidden stinger is you're not getting, you're not getting any like preventative. Any like daily use out that. of that.
1: Right. That's, or yeah. And it's not really scaring anybody off. It's just in the middle. Yeah. But that's like a secret weapon. It's like my secret weapon, Luke. Yeah. That's why I think it would be nice. And I was thinking about this in the, con- this in the context of Darrow. I was like, we should be giving Darrow, the super secret spy, some super secret spy upgrades. Okay. Like a hidden kangaroo pouch or a venom sack. Here's, here's the question:
0: Could he, could could he have gone better than gold? You know Ooh. what I mean. Like, obviously, we they don't want to do anything that causes alarm. Mm-hmm. But like, can we give him? Can we give him super special hearing?
1: <sighs> I, Luke, I don't see why not. Let give this
0: boy out a location. We'll call him. We'll call him <laughs> Dolphin Darrow. Yeah, that's what. I there's 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 several things. You know, great hearing, echolocation. Uh, uh, you can you can make him be able to zoom in. You know, do a little do a little, <laughs> little binoculars move, and he zooms in. Okay. Heat vision. Yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs> where's the heat vision, Mickey? Where is my heat vision? Give him like a chameleon tongue,
0: you know, just for fun. That's just a little fun one. You're okay. You keep you keep you you're going off track here, Dan. We're we're incognito. Yeah, you keep your mouth closed. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think this. I is, I I, would, I do wonder why we stopped at gold though. You know? Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe that's, like, the limit of what the human body can handle, you know? But but I really doubt it if you can put functional wings on a person. Like, right. if you've got wings that have feathers that grow, you, you're beyond humans at this point, right? Mm-hmm. If I've got mm-hmm. 12 fingers on each hand and I can use them, that's an upgrade.
0: Do you think he, like, implanted...
1: Spotify premium in his ear? No, I think probably just the standard Spotify, so he gets an ad like once an hour. <laughs> Tough. Yeah. Tough hit there. Yeah, it's it's not great. But you know, they they spared no expense on the rest of his body. They just ran out for the premium subscription. So That's fair. You can't have everything, Luke.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, there's gotta be tons of things. I just
1: I I've wanted to see some more upgrades, some some non-basic human upgrades for this gold boy. Right. And I, I mean, I get that like the golds perceive themselves as the pinnacle of human evolution, so they're going to be extremely human, but you get one of those golds that's got a secret venom stinger, dominates the rest of them.
0: I don't. I think you're you're overselling the utility of a secret venom stinger. How often are you using that? I don't know. Maybe you get in a duel.
1: Apparently, duels <laughs> happen all the time. Hit them okay. with your stinger.
0: <laughs> Very valid point. I don't. I just don't know if I would choose. I. I don't think I would choose stinger. But, um,
1: well, Luke, if you think of something better,
0: yeah. I'll, if I think of something better, listeners. If you've got a better upgrade that we would have liked to see send us send us a tweet you got to send us a tweet i've got one last thing okay
1: the golds the golds have to know this is happening right
0: Wh- which part The spy
1: yeah they've got to know darrow is a red right
0: you mean darrow's okay you get you're thinking that they should know that darrow specifically
1: yeah They've gotta know, and here's how they've gotta know, Luke. We didn't lose DNA tests through the course mm. of this thing, right?
0: Mm.
1: like they're only they've only got to be way more prevalent nowadays, right? right? Because I mean, Darrow's basically saying that the golds are like a different species altogether. And you're telling me they didn't do a DNA test on Darrow.
0: I think they mentioned when, when, uh, what's his name? The Carver. Mickey. Mickey. When they were, when they were trying to hire him and Uh he was like talking about how it was basically impossible. I think he, he brought that complaint up though. I don't know if they explained how he got around it.
1: Okay. 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 Maybe they did bring it up. I'll have to go back and check. But if they did get around it, how do you get around it? Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you can't change a person's DNA. Like all you can't change all of a person's DNA cuz that's okay, like
0: Okay, I mean, we, so we so let's 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 say you can't currently change a person's DNA.
1: <laughs> it's a different person if you change their DNA, Luke.
0: All right, there just might be there might be ways around it.
1: I just think the golds have got to know. And they're letting it happen for some mm. bigger plan. They've gotta know Darrow's a red and they're letting it happen with like keeping an eye on it. Some of the some of the higher up golds know that there's a plot happening and they're okay. letting so it So this
0: is this is something for us to keep an eye on. Maybe maybe a maybe a little Dan Theory. This might be a Dan Theory.
1: I think it's got okay. the fixings of a Dan Theory.
0: Something's, something's not adding up. We're not, we don't really have evidence for this theory, but something's not adding up. My,
1: my only evidence is circumstantial evidence that the Golds are so powerful and have access to so much technology and the Reds don't. And so, like, they've got to know something's going on. Like, in 2020, we've got security cameras on, like, literally every corner. And you're telling me the Golds don't have some idea that, that this is going on.
0: Maybe they're complacent. Mm, they don't seem—they don't
1: seem like the type to be complacent. The, the ones at the top don't seem like the type, no. Right. So I—I I think they might know, but we'll—I mean, that's—that's right. that's something, something to keep an eye on. To keep an eye on. Uh, meanwhile, I mean, Luke and I are gonna read the next third of the book here in the next uh twenty minutes, probably. So, <laughs> listener, you've got a whole week. Uh, check out the next third of Red Rising. Keep an eye out for some theories and get ready for hot takes
0: and us acting like dumb nerds.